Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Check out the Ugly Club Podcast, Tuesdays on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Okay, now I'm going to start it for reals. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up guys? 117 of these bitches. 117. Hello. Quite a lot of free entertainment for your enjoyment. And, and people are starting to care, you know. <laughs> Downloads creep up every week. We appreciate it. So thank you to everybody that's downloaded, listened, followed, shared, retweeted, all that fun social media shit. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Rich. What's going on, fellas? Not a whole lot besides just, like I said, we were talking about, well, let's see, we have a Tennessee theater shooting. We have a gentleman who doesn't understand what FUBU means. Yeah. Uh, I, I figured I figured maybe we could riff on that. <laughs> we, 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 we could get a couple good jokes out of that one, at least. And then, uh, yeah, um, I'm sure you've heard about this, Chris. The uh, the players Chip Kelly has traded away. Have you, have you heard what they're saying? Chip Kelly from the Eagles? What, recently or just in the offseason? Uh, like all, yeah. all of the crazy moves he has made. Uh, set the scene a little bit. Uh, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> okay. Like the Eagles are... A football Not team. Don Henley, American right? Football. Okay, football. Philly. Football. From, yes, from City of Brotherly Love, the city that uh, not only pelted Santa with rocks during a football game and has a uh, courtroom built into the stadium so people who are drunk and disorderly can be charged and uh, plead <laughs> right there on the spot. <laughs> That's heard of hilarious. That. But they also... Uh, uh, they whip batteries at people? Yeah, they do that. They also tore up uh, Hitchbot, the robot that was trying to hitch, hitchhike across the country. Some dude in a uh, Eagles jersey picked him up on the side of the road. They just... Beat the shit out of him, and it's caught on video somewhere. That's fucking hilarious. Is this, but, yeah. is this the Wait. city that they modeled Springfield after? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Can't this town go one day without a riot? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Chip Kelly, uh, former Oregon coach uh went to the eagles and started making some interesting trades in the offseason trading away players who most people would consider untouchable yeah he's either going to be like don henley he's either going to look like a genius in eight months or he's going to be run out of philly like real quick yeah yeah i mean it's going to be like the ending scene of of frankenstein (laughs) yeah no right torches and shit and pitchforks literally because that's how Philly is. Well, what's the deal with these guys that he's trading away, though? Well, he traded LaShawn McCoy. I don't know if you remember last year. He was the gentleman who left a 32-cent tip or something for a waiter. <laughs> yeah, to make a point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? That has to happen sometimes. <laughs> well, no, no. I, I mean, yeah, we, 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 we talked about it. Um, we were just trying yeah, to reference where you would know the name from, Eric. Yeah, okay. He's, he's, he's traded away... Uh, like I said, players that would be considered untouchable, and basically, what does that mean? Though untouchable, like they, he's he's getting rid of good players. Yeah, yeah. but he got he got DeMarco Murray, and he, he wants to best. extend Sam Bradford, Bradford, a, a quarterback who hasn't proven that he's anything but a, a backup, basically. And he picked up Tim Tebow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, Tebow. Yeah, he picked him up. Hasn't played in two years. Was an analyst on ESPN. Uh, let's 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 bring him into Philly. Well, the the whole thing is a couple of players that have been traded away, and other players around the NFL have made a comment where they've walked up to the line and flirted with it, but they haven't said. We think this is racist because he has a problem of gentlemen of of what what, what did I I think it was a. Anonymous source said he has a problem with um, uh, people from a certain culture. 
which is, I guess, a polite way of saying... The hood? Yeah, pretty much. I said, last time I checked, DeMarco Murray's black. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, but yeah, I'm guessing that it's it's more of they're trying to claim that it's a... He doesn't want the quote-unquote uh, hood people on his team. And I'm like, it's NFL's a multi-billion dollar business. It's just win. I They have... Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm not saying... It's not like he can't be racist. That's still possible. But if he lets his race... If he is racist and he lets that influence his decisions in his work, he would have a... A failing team, right? Exactly. Yes. And I'm and there's and there's a place well, that- in you know for in coaching high school, college, especially the lower tier college football teams, where you have coaches who you have to keep a certain grade point average, you have to you know keep a certain attendance. Yeah. Uh, you know they they they're they're trying to build character, but th- those aren't the football factories. Those aren't Ohio State. You know. Florida State, et cetera, et cetera, so where it's like is, you can pretty much do anything and still be on the team. The colleges they that might, are making the football players have no standards then. Yeah, yeah, for the most and, part. And, and, and how is it racist if he just wants people with a certain attitude on its team? Like, don't doesn't that happen every day when people get hired for jobs? Wait a minute, are you inferring, or did he say that? I mean, because just use the word like attitude. Said, they they stepped up to the line, but they haven't said it so much. But they're they're talking about attitude, like the guys yeah. that they got rid of, regardless of the fact that they were good players. They didn't have the right attitude for the team, was what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, it was stressed. Players from a certain background, a certain culture is what it was said. Players Wait, from a but, certain culture. Oh, and well. I'm just like, wow, that's that's kind of like the new code word, like calling someone a, a thug. You know, like when Fox News is like, look at these thugs. And they show like, you know, black people having a protest. And then they show white people rioting in Vancouver after their team loses. And they're like, look at these protests or look at these uh, fans, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, eh, it's kind of, it, it's kind of that we're calling you a racist, but you can't really pin us down and say we said you're a racist type thing. What, what did Jay say uh, a couple months back that accusing someone of being racist is pretty much like at least a white male is like the most uh oh shit i'm drawing a blank i can't remember exactly what he said verbatim but basically it's it's one of the most offensive things you can say because it's like calling someone crazy once once someone's accepted that someone's crazy or they've accepted that you're a racist they just dismiss everything you say out of hand they don't even listen to the point you're trying to make yeah well it's easy it's easiest way out too it's how do i win this argument play this card I have nothing left. So now you've just completely invalidated the other person's opinions because you don't have anything decent to say left. So that's how you win the argument. Am yeah, I wrong on this? Or? Well, I, I agree. And I'm getting to the point where I have some friends who go, if you say the term race card, you're racist. And I'm like, whoa, 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 time what? out, wait a minute. <laughs> There's been times oh, oh, if you say that's to a somebody- very apt way to, to describe what's being, what's being said. I mean, let's look at... Let's let's go back a couple decades and look at the Tawana Brawley situation, you know, where she claimed she was raped and everybody jumped on the bandwagon. Even Spike Lee had a, a little scene in Do the Right Thing where someone had spray painted on a wall, Tawana didn't lie. And it turns out she was flat out lying about being raped. And I think I think the thing was she said she was raped by a bunch of white guys or something. I can't remember off the top of my head. But and I'm just like, yo, Sharpton was playing the race card on that one. He totally was. I mean, it'd be no different than the mother who was, remember the mother who, her, oh, my kids were kidnapped and it was two black men who, who car, you know, carjacked me and took my kids well, away. And- well, yeah, but it, it, of course, anytime somebody makes up an assailant, it's going to usually be a, a minority. Yeah, and that's playing the race card. That's, that's I mean, in not in the way that 
Yeah, but no. Someone but, says, play, but I mean, that's playing. That's playing that's the not, race card. You know, oh, two identifi- unidentified black males. I don't know if that's the. Oh, those guys again. You that's know, not I mean, that close on. to the the traditional definition we use, though. The race card. The race card is like I got fired because I was black. I understand, but to me, it's it, it cuts. It's a it's a two it's a two edged double edged sword. And you look in their file. Plates. They've got like you know a hundred disciplinary things. Oh yeah, it's because you were black. You were you were late ten times because you were black. You were a poor performer because you were black. <laughs> It's, Man, I've I've worked a job where someone was caught uh, on the stem fast diet in the bathroom. I mean, flat out tried to hide the pipe they were smoking rock out of. Were the last person in the bathroom, and then a manager went in, found the pipe, still hot to the touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and fired me because I was black. No, you fired because you're smoking crack in the bathroom. No, this was a woman, and she was like, yeah, "I'm being fired because you're sexist." And it was a ma- it was a female manager who sent her home and said, "Look, you're fucking smoking crack on the job. You can't." Go home. What's wrong with you? You can't fucking do that. Yeah. You crazy? What do you think you are? The mayor of Washington, D.C.? You ain't Marion Barry. Get the fuck out of here. You know, you can't smoke crack and keep your job or get it back. Not here. And yeah, I, only if you're in politics. Come on now. <laughs> be real. You can be mayor of Toronto. I know. Yeah. You can be mayor of D.C. <clears throat> twice. So, so it's just to me, it's apparently getting back to the to the actual subject we started talking. Well, about. yeah, let me read this quote though, real quick, because this is okay. from former Eagles defensive back Brandon Boykin. Is this the guy that you were talking about? Sure, one of them, sure, yeah. Because he he told a Philadelphia reporter this week that Kelly is uncomfortable around grown men of our culture. There we go. That's what it is. That's what it is. I forgot the whole "I'm a grown ass man" thing. I'm forty. Okay. Can we bring this up and whatever people can label me whatever they want? But why is it so important to keep it real? Like, especially if you've worked like your whole life to get out of that shitty situation, that shitty neighborhood, your shitty surrounding, shitty surroundings. Why is it so important to guys like that to still stay in that mindset? Like you fought your whole life to get out of there, but you still want to stay in it mentally. What the fuck? I like, have I have no idea. I just I it doesn't it doesn't make sense. I get you know hey well I, this is my neighborhood. This is where I came from. I want to help build it up. But really, there's most people who are like yeah I'm I'm, I'm staying in my hood I grew up in. They're not really building it up. It's just it's some sort of street cred type thing that, that's really ultimately bullshit. You think, like, Snoop still lives in Long Beach? You think Dre still lives in Compton? No. no. You think they still do gangster shit? No. No. And, I mean, it's there's there's a song on uh, one of Ice-T's album called Escape from the Killing Fields, and the whole song's about why the fuck would we work so hard to make so much money to get out of a bad situation just to stay there and risk getting killed, robbed, extorted, whatever. Get the fuck out. Abandon them shits. Let them fucking rot. And go live, go live somewhere where you can have a decent fucking life. But I think this opens the door to a greater conversation of how the, the, the culture constantly judges itself. You know? If you have any type of success... You know, if you have any type of success, success in, in, in white people are involved, I mean, we t- UT comes out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I, I just think that's like, that's, that's fucked up. Like, why? Like, you want to rise above? You want, like, shouldn't you be, shouldn't you be like trying to break these, these stereotypes, these prejudices people have trying to change people's minds rather yeah. than. What does this have to do with what he said? That's, I'm I mean, sorry, go ahead. I don't understand what any of this has to do with what this guy Brandon Boykin said. Uh, that he's uncom- Grown men of our culture. He's, un- right? he's saying that the coach was uncomfortable around grown men of our culture, right? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't use race, he used culture. We did, that's the same thing. I mean, he, he's calling the guy a racist. 
I'm I'm trying to clarify this because I mean maybe you guys have heard stuff that I, obviously I mean I don't follow sports so I don't know any of these players maybe you guys know something that I don't but you seem to be making a lot of assumptions based off of this one quote well I mean the quote's pretty I mean it, it it's uh, it seems pretty if, he, term, if he's black ob- and white what if he's he, saying if he's observing that his uh coach is racist whether he's right or not what does that have to do with his mindset like who's whose mindset well that's that's where you immediately went to when we were talking about uh i i I read the quote and you said this is an example of this mindset that people can't get out of they get out of their situation because he's the word culture what's like we know what you're saying buddy like you're drawing a correlation between him saying he's not trying this culture and and the 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 idea of you well you got to like you said you got to keep it real you can't fucking what does using know, the word culture have to do with keeping it real or not I'm, I'm Chris honestly, you want to take that one I'm honestly asking <laughs> the, the I have no culture. idea I know we're talking about black culture maybe maybe the hood mentality how is that hood mentality he's, he's trying to find softer language to call his boss a racist because culture and race aren't the same thing uh, well I I understand that they're not they are used interchangeably a lot and I think m- most people reading this understands what he's talking about when he says culture he's talking about black people no i think he's talking about uh, a certain a, a certain d- uh what do you call it oh shit i'm, I'm you sorry think i'm blanking do, on you, you think he's here. talking about a demographic you, that he's just yeah, uncomfortable so de- with yes, guys that no were different than if that a, are if, if, hood. A country, if a country singer come out and was like you know i'm gonna stay in my little neck of the woods blah 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 blah, no, blah. Okay, no, so you're gonna stay in the middle of nowhere that's not the problem wiggers go ahead and say it no no i'm talking about like <laughs> These, these white guys who grow up in the motherfuckers hood. who get married in like Wrangler jeans and shit and have cowboy hats and they've never even fucking rode a horse <laughs> and they they put out they put out a, on a on a on a faux country twang in their fucking voice throw a steel guitar on a pop song that could be sung by Taylor fucking Swift or anybody fucking else in the pop she's top country 40. too isn't she nah, she ain't country no more <laughs> she never really was country that that was just that's like Kid Rock's country no he's not he's right. just doing whatever fucking sells I, I mean come on dude but yeah okay Kid Rock perfect example uh I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go buy me some land and blah 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 motherfucker you come from an upper middle class neighborhood get the fuck out of here you know first you tried to play the whole i'm a white rapper thing that went over like a fucking turd in a punch bowl then you tried to do the rap rock thing and he admitted in a rolling stone interview the only reason i did that is because it was selling and i was like well, fuck i can do that and make money then when he saw the ship it was sailing on that and he was fast fucking you know being the captain of that ship he jumped to the country ship by doing that song with uh cheryl crow and he's been on that shit ever since hey he, and he, he did what talking- he did to keep making music as his career and not having to go and be bob the car salesman Exactly. And he's talking about, well, I'm going to keep my culture real. What culture do you have, dude? You're, he's playing up He's playing up a stereotype, right? And that's that's his idea of keeping it real. Now, you get these country people that do the same thing as the as the rappers do. You know, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay in my hood. I'm going to stay in my hood. No, you're not. Get the fuck out of here. Very few fucking people who make excessive amounts of money stay where the fuck they came from. Seriously. People hit the lottery and you think they're moving to the fucking or staying in, in the neighborhood they're in if they live in fucking Shacktown in Westland. No, they're getting the fuck out of there. West Bloomfield, here I come. I'm gonna get in a fucking cement pond and go for a fucking dip with Ellie Mae. Get the fuck out of here. And that's that's where that's I don't know if that's what Chris was trying to get across. That's what I think. Okay, this boy, dude was saying. And I mean, there's. There, 
I, I'm really yes, not... there's a lot of assumptions, but there's a lot of implications also. And this is what is so fucking frustrating about yeah, this type of fucking. You guys seem to be pulling some of the stuff out of that thin we've air. Used, that we've, we've we've made people use these days instead of just speaking plainly. We've had we forced them into almost Orwellian type doublespeak. Well, I, I have Lashawn McCoy's quote. Uh, this is, says, a, this is another former never, Eagle. Yes, former Eagles running back. Okay. Says, the relationship was never really great. I feel like I always respected him as a coach. I think that's the way he runs his team. He wants the full control. You see how fast he got rid of all the good players, especially all the good black players. He got rid of them the fastest. That's the truth. There's a reason. It's hard to explain with him, but there's a reason he got rid of all the black players. The good ones, like that. Like, okay. if the Eagles team photo is all white guys, I'll buy it. But it's not going to be. Perhaps you weren't making enough plays. LaShawn McCoy was supposed to have a great year last year. He did not have a great year. Kiko Alonso had a shit season last year, so he got traded. That's what happens in the NFL. So now you're telling me you can't have a poor season and get traded without playing the race card? All right, so the guy gets the guy gets like, traded the, off. He, like, let's see, the guy that replaced him, uh, Lashawn McCoy, like broke all kinds of records last year. He was the best running back in the NFL last year. Like to me, mm-hmm. it sounds like a little bit of sour grapes on Lashawn's part, but no I doubt, guess I digress. It could be. It could I don't be, know where. I mean, time, I don't know anything don't about this, this guy's guy background. So hung up on people coming from a certain culture that he's willing to just fucking sabotage his own team and tank a couple seasons to make a point. Yeah, exactly. Like, plus, if you don't like black guys, you're in the wrong league, son. I mean, it's just, I just, I, I don't buy it, and I don't buy that he's going to sit with the, the owner and the people in the front office and go, well, you know, I just don't want people from a certain culture around and blah, blah, blah. And they're going to be like, look, there's no cameras here, Donald Sterling, or uh, uh, whatever the dude from the Clippers' name was. Speaking of you, which, his wife filed for, for a divorce from him today. Anyway. Sh- shocking. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. now that he's now that he's lost everything, yeah, now, now I want a fucking divorce. She was sticking by him there for a minute, though. But anyways, uh, yeah, I doubt they're going to go, hey, okay, we, we totally agree with you and you can go ahead and do this and no they're gonna be like fuck that you're you're alienating a huge huge chunk of our fan base and you're you're putting i mean if this is what he was doing and this was his mission statement to him i doubt they would go along with it so i don't know it's just to me is it is 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 he racist i don't know you never really know what's in someone's heart or is he just fucking maybe some sort of mad genius because belichick kind of cleaned house if you remember chris when he took over in cleveland and it he he didn't he wasn't able to identify with his players like he does now in New England, but he's cleaned house in New England too. I mean, he's made moves where people were scratching their head at first, going, "What the fuck?" Now he can pretty much he could cut Brady, and that'd be the only thing that that people would would go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing?" Everybody else in that team's expendable, and he's he's proved it. I mean, what Gronk? I guarantee you, three four years, he won't be a fucking Patriot, you know, and that's. Mm-hmm. One of the top tight ends in the league, if not the top tight end. I mean, that's just these moves. I'm. I. I don't know. Is is there is there a racial bigotry behind them, or like I said, is it he he thinks he's doing what's best for the team? I guess time will tell. I mean, they, they, to me, it's just like if you want to call him a racist, just come out and call him a racist. Let's get rid of all the polite fucking double talk. I mean, it's the it's the NFL for fuck's sake. I mean, like I said, there's ch- child beaters, oh. wife beaters, people who have committed manslaughter, drug users, drugs. I mean, shit. But has the there 90s been cowboys? Has, has come there on, been? Just be honest. Be real. Has I'm so been, sick of all this fake forced bullshit we have to do. Has there been any other allegations of racism towards him? No, only from the guys who got cut. The, uh, like, that's another thing that kind of taints no, the whole thing. Okay, wait, because all we've talked about is this one quote, quote from Brandon Boykin. There, <laughs> so there have been Sean other McCoy. guys who have claimed that he's racist. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy, the, the quote I just read. Another former player that was traded away, yeah. Yeah, and I'm also looking at pictures from Eagles training camp. Uh, and a lot of black dudes, just saying. 
So I mean, I don't know. It's like, like once again, like I think the, I think we're getting a little too as a society, we're getting a little too free with the race car. Like every time something goes doesn't go somebody's way, and a person of a different race is involved, like the race card is played. But like I said, I mean, look, at, I mean, the two dudes we mentioned. Look at the seasons they had last year. They had shit seasons. You have a shitty season when you play pro sports. You nine times out of ten, you don't get to do a second season or another season, I should say. Yeah, and I mean, and there's also look at just just you know for shits and giggles look at what just happened with the tigers and dombrowski dombrowski got shown the door after 14 years and al avila is now the general manager well technically even though i'm you know if you just heard al avila talk you know you wouldn't know that he's of latin descent he doesn't have an accent it's not like listening to miguel cabrera talk but you have a quote-unquote minority now controlling one of what the top 10 one of the top 10 teams as far as worth and stature in the ml and mlb at this moment i'm surprised that hasn't been made a bigger deal about because i mean you got the rooney rule in football to where if you if you're going to if you fire your coach and you're going to hire a new coach you have to interview a so-called minority for the job that's an actual rule in the nfl you know and there's always talk about there's not enough minorities at the top of of the food chain in sports, you know, hey, yeah, we'll make money off your back, but we're not, we don't want you at the top of the food chain. Well, here you go. You have now you have someone who's running one of the you know biggest sports teams in, in baseball or biggest teams in baseball and is a minority, but we don't hear about that. But we hear about yeah, because it won't get it won't get the ratings. That, yeah, it won't get the ratings. That's saying, well, Mike Illich hates Polish people. That's why he fired Dave Dombrowski. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike Illich buys ham tram and kicks out all the Polish people. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it sounds like an onion article. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's just like like I said, it's we there's so much focus on anything that that's perceived as racism or or you know undercover or like the new type of racism versus, you know, hey, yeah, the, the old type of racism where a dude was like, "Hey, I don't like black people." You knew exactly where you stood with him. Now it's everything's covert and it it's just like you know what just people if you if you got a if you got a preference just fucking say it pretty sure david duke is living comfortably and he's made no qualms about he don't like black people all right i mean in just be fucking real that way we know who the fuck you are and we can avoid you like the fucking plague that you are i, I that's it's just so annoying to constantly play this. Well, what does he mean by this? What's he implying? It's like arguing with a woman you've been in a relationship with. She says something and you go, what are you implying? I'm not, I didn't say that. I said this. Oh my God, I got to play this game now. And it's just ridiculous, man. You can't have, you can't, what? You can't trade away people who had a bad year, as Chris said. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to hold on to this guy because I don't want to be perceived as a racist. Or, okay, I got traded away. I had a shit year. I'm not going to accept that because I'm an egomaniac and I'm a fucking alpha male and I'm the best at everything. Just ask me, I'll tell you. And I must have been traded away for some other reason than I had a shit season. So there must be something else to it. Well, you, I mean, you got to think that generation's now in the NFL. The everyone gets a trophy generation. I mean, gentlemen, let's face it. You know, we're all knocking on the door of 40. You know, it's yeah. the, the league's turned over 20 years from when we were eligible. Not that, you know, any of us are going to play. <laughs> I know, but, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, you it's, think about it. You have the, the, the everybody gets a trophy generation now as well entrenched in professional sports. So I think you're going to get things like that every now and then. I mean, I don't know. I just Chris, what's what's your honest opinion? Do you think Chip Kelly's doing this for out of some sort of racial bigotry on his part? I think Chip Kelly wants to win. I think the Eagles were supposed to do a lot better than they did last year and they didn't. Well, wasn't LeGarrette Blunt on uh Oregon when when he 
was coaching at sure Oregon. Was all right, and I mean, Garrett Blunt took a swing at another fucking player, I just sucker punched him, cold cocked him, and has been nothing but a, a, a problem child in the NFL to the point where he's bounced around between I think like six, seven teams, and he didn't throw him off the team. Yeah, he suspended him, but what choice did he have? It was a nationally televised game, and he he sucker punched someone with their helmet off. You know, you can't do that. That's just that's not. I mean, that's like when the University of uh, Miami, uh, the U, and uh, Florida, South Florida, whatever that bullshit, you know, middling school is, got into that brawl, and the dude took his helmet off and started whipping some dude's ass with it. You can't do that, man. Of course, you got fucking suspended for the year. You know, you. So, so, I mean, it, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. You don't hear like white dudes in baseball going, "Well, they prefer Latinos. That's why I got cut." Or you, you know, you're white dudes in basketball. I got traded for a black guy. He obviously likes. But you don't hear that. It's yeah. it. It's sports is stats and performance based. It's like most jobs, really. You have a I, bad season, you go away. You know, if Jim Caldwell loses fucking 16 games this year for the Lions, I think he's going to be like, well, Martin. No, well, no, he wouldn't because Lions upper management is black. So I guess that, that would that would be a bad example. I don't know. I just I've maybe owners like especially the, the the really old old owners. Maybe some of them would be like, you know, I they'd hold some prejudices. But man, I gotta believe in the end that that green is the only color that matters to them. Yes, exactly. Well, look at Donald Sterling. Yes, thank you. That's how the name racist of the guy I was he was. To. But I mean, shit. Not like the Clippers were full of white guys. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just, I don't know. I, to me, it's, and you, you know, you, you listen to sports talk radio, and I understand that they have hours and hours to fill. And especially if you listen to the national stuff, I mean, they just, they're grasping at anything to do with football because people, that is America's addiction is football. That's just all there is to it. I mean, every other sport they can give or take, but football, you don't fuck with. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're counting down to your next fucking, you know, your next pack. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, one well, month, buddy. Well, it's fucking over with the Tigers. It's the, well, the fire sale happened last week. Yeah, well, they're still in it. You know, just listen to the new general manager, but whatever. Mathematically, yes. But uh, let's be real here. Anyway, yeah, I gotcha. but I, I, yeah, Mathematically, I just, the Lions are in it every year until like week 10. But, you know, we know how that goes. I mean, gun to my head, do I think Chip Kelly's racist and he did this thing out of out of some racist shit? I, I he might be racist, but I don't think he made trades because of that because he knows that he, there's only what thirty two positions, thirty positions for head coaches in the NFL in the entire world. That's a pretty small group, and if you get if you get no pun intended blackballed because of some bullshit, that's it. Your coaching career is over. You take your yep. ass. Take your ass to like Southern Florida, and mm-hmm. I'm not talking about you know the U. I'm talking about you know some bullshit old what we used to call one double A football and shit. You know, you know maybe Marshall if you're lucky. Right. It, it is possible that both cases are true. That Chip is indeed racist, and he still let this guy go because of his performance and not his race. Exactly. Just yeah. because he's racist doesn't mean that he's letting those the his personal opinions affect his business. Although that does tend to be the case most people can't really separate those two things especially when it comes to issues like race but it is possible that he's uncomfortable around this guy because he's an old white dude hanging out with you know 250 pound black dudes young black dudes that are using all this slang that he doesn't know and he has no idea what the fuck they're talking about half the time it's totally reasonable that he might feel uncomfortable in that situation most old white guys do that's why they're gonna die and the world's gonna be a better place (laughs) 
Yeah, and but, <laughs> you know, I was listening to ESPN, and there's a commentator named Bomani Jones who's talking about it. He's like, when is a guy in his late 50s, early 60s-year-old white man in a situation where he's surrounded by primarily young black men? Those situations don't happen very often, and some people will be, just like you said, he goes, hey, who knows? He might be like, just what, I mean, it's almost, you almost said verbatim what, what Jones said. He's yeah. like, he might be uncomfortable. Right. But, but. It doesn't the, mean it, you got fired for that reason. Yeah, it doesn't mean you were traded for that reason, right. but. Yeah, I keep saying fired, said, like, you're, you're like, you're not playing football anymore. I gotta, this is, we're, tr- we're talking about trading to another team where you're still making millions of dollars. <laughs> I know, right? Where? <laughs> well, they. What, Racist. Boy went to Buffalo, right? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, yeah, he went to Buffalo, and I mean that's that's horrible. I mean, you know, <laughs> now he has to listen to Rex Ryan, and yeah. he has to live in Buffalo during the winter. If you're gonna play the race card, you better bring a full deck. Hasn't really been addressed here is how do we know he wasn't an asshole in the locker room? Because a lot of guys will get traded for that too because their attitude sucks in the locker room. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean football is definitely one of those uh, sports where if you're a bad locker room guy, unless you're top echelon rare air type guy. They're not going to put up with that, man. Especially if you are rare air and you start slipping, they're like, that's the excuse we were looking for. See ya. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right on the field, but I kick ass in the locker room, yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there there are guys that are like that. They're like, you know, I'm those guys usually end up like doing stuff for the team locally. You know, they were nice guys, but they just really weren't getting it done. And the team's like, we don't want to, you're not going to play for us no more. And most likely you won't play for anyone else. But we'll make you an analyst for the team on the on the after game after you know game show blah 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 and stuff like that. So it but does it's like happen. Any job if you're hard to work with, fucking see ya. You're not gonna last long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most people aren't bulletproof in their it job. It's called a team. All right. It's not like you go out there every Sunday and you're throwing the ball to yourself. And catching it, you know, it's it's you have to be able to work well with others. You know, like maybe we're not, maybe these two gentlemen did not work well with others combined with their shit seasons. Like, you know, it's uh, this is all wild and reckless speculation, I guess. Well, yeah, but what can you do? Because unless you are on that team and in the locker room, you really don't know what's going on. And I think the difference between us having this conversation and admitting it's wild and, and reckless speculation and some of these talking heads for the four-letter network or you know Fox Sports or whatever, they state their opinion as if it's a fact. Well, you we really don't know. Unless, unless you work the beat and you cover the team on a day-in, day-out basis, you really don't have a feel for what's going on besides what you think is going on and what you maybe have heard, you know, rumors or this and that. So, I mean, at least we right up admit we're full of shit. <laughs> I mean, it's a little something in these in these times of people just my opinions a fact, and this is just deal with it, you know. Yeah, my my yeah, we're, we're back to the internet mentality of well, the loudest opinion is the right one. No, not really, but I mean that's that's a new mentality of our society, I guess. He who is the loudest is the rightest. Mm-hmm. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. It happens all the time. A vocal minority will will fucking hold sway over a silent majority, damn near every time anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, speaking of this race shit, <laughs> yeah, let's Aaron. Yeah, you can participate now. <laughs> <laughs> he held his own. I, I have can? to give him credit. All right. It's guys- like me when you guys talk about comic books. I know when you throw in some shit, I'm like, oh, I'm so proud of you. If I, if I had a gold star, I'd give it to you, buddy. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook and following Unregimented on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. If you like Unregimented, please tell a friend to visit ChristopherMedia.net. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. You can also show your support for Unregimented when you buy something on iTunes just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. It won't cost you anything extra, and it shows your support for Unregimented. While you're on iTunes, please remember to write a review and rate Unregimented five stars. Just click on the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Android users can listen to Unregimented for free at ChristopherMedia.net by clicking on the Stitcher radio player on our homepage. You can also listen to Unregimented for free at TuneIn.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app. Don't forget, you can always listen to Unregimented for free across any platform just by going to ChristopherMedia.net. Make sure to check out all of the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. Mondays and Fridays, you have Unregimented. Reach us at Unregimented Pod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection-booth.com, or at Pro Boothcast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows. Well, new to us. It's the Ugly Club Podcast. It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net that's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. What about this guy in Nashville? What's up with the movie theaters? Why is this the place that, that people have to fear for their lives now? Tennessee? Have you been yeah. to Tennessee? There's not much more to do than kill people. Yeah. Well, it's it's horrible, man. I mean, well, Nashville, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, a lot to do scene, in so Nashville. I, I don't know. Chattanooga, though? Oh, man, there ain't shit to do in yeah. Chattanooga. I'm going to go shoot up a movie theater. That sounds like a good idea. But yeah, a gunman goes in with an axe. Like I said, and, he must be a fucking juggalo. But he pepper sprayed the whole theater first. Like he let um, loose a crowd of, of pepper spray in the a cloud, pardon me, of pepper spray in the theater. Yeah. Okay, so I'm picturing in his mind he's thinking he's gonna pepper spray with a fogger, like one of those ones that'll clear a, a, a room with just you know, holding it down for two seconds, start shooting people and walk up with his axe and just, just chopping them up to make sure they're dead. He didn't shoot that's, anybody. Well, no, no, that's no. In his mind, that was the plan. That's how I'm picturing what's going on in his head, and it did not work out that way at all, whatsoever. Oh, he's the only guy that got shot he, by the police. He, so you're saying like he he acts because one guy got an axe wound, and not the kind that you want to get. And <laughs> what there's an axe wound you want to get? A hatchet wound? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you don't know about the hatchet uh, wound with the ham wallet? Come on, man. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> Johnny euphemisms. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. And so, so he hatchets the one guy and is immediately like, oh, fuck, I was supposed to start shooting people first. <laughs> sure. Uh, who knows? I mean, well, you, you plant. Yeah. You, what's the saying? There's a saying there that I was going to say, but uh, I can't remember it. Yeah. You know, the old saying of, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Something about plans. They always go bad.
Oh, best laid plans or something. Have the nice men. No. best intentions or something like no, that. No, uh, it wasn't that one. Yeah. Moving on. Um, I, I, I cannot say I'm not shocked. And the minute I hear about some type of attempted or successful shooting like this, I just go, okay, what redneck white boy got pissed off about something? Like, no, I just, right. I, 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 that's tr- traditional white guy crime at this point. Was like, that, is, is that racist of us? Automatically even if his name, even this if gentleman is white? I, well, then fuck it. So be it. I'm racist against <laughs> my own kind. But if his name was Latron Jack. Jackson, I'd be like, he's still a white boy. He's just a white boy with some flavor. That's all there is to it. I guarantee right. this shit. No, no, we <laughs> know, the hey, we know that, the, that the guy was white because the story on CNN made no mention of the man's race. Oh, of course not, because, you know. It would have been mentioned if he was any other race than white. It would have been yeah, yeah. a black man with an axe. And, oh, God. There you go. The, the axe too? thing gives oh, it away, sorry. though. That's what really gets. They don't have to put the race in there. Somebody goes into a theater with an axe, white. There's no other race that's <laughs> taken an axe in there or a juggalo. for any reason and rich to be fair there could be white gentlemen in the Our south their own jackson race. i know i know right i i just man well thankfully like... yeah he was the only guy who got shot he did shoot at a cop and then uh they eventually took the guy out was there a movie in like the last five or ten years where somebody like went into a movie theater and shot it up are these like copycat people or is this just like they they are currently sentencing the guy who shot up the theater at uh, the Batman movie. Well, no, but I'm saying, has there been a, a movie that has come out in the last few years where, like, this was perpetrated in the movie and now people are copying this? Oh, are they copying that something that happened, in, like a meta movie where somebody dies in a movie theater? Yeah, that's a, that's a, like, yeah, was it in no. some kind of widely released popular movie in the last few years where some wacko goes in the movie theater and starts shooting people and now, no. you know. Maybe there's no? some Marilyn Manson lyrics about it, though, that you could find. <laughs> that's so 20 years ago, Aaron. <laughs> he's got his lunchbox wonder, and he's armed real well. I mean, no. You can blame not, Eminem, but that's 10 years ago. Not that I'm aware of, but... 15 sir oh yeah no i i haven't heard anything about it either i just man i don't know i this shit is i'm with chris but then my my friends with who are members in good standing of the tinfoil hat community are like this is just a bunch of scare tactics like false flag type shit to just to snatch our guns and i'm like i'm I know, all but- for people having guns but it's the last month and a half it's a little bit out of hand here See, and that's that's the thing. Like people that are that support gun ownership but aren't gun fanatics, those are the people they're trying to sway because you sway the people in the middle and all of a sudden you got the, the you can you can get shit going one way or the other. Right. So in no, that it's... aspect, my tinfoil hat wearing friends, I'm like, I kinda see what you're saying, but at the same time, you know, I just don't buy that the government's like, We're gonna have some false flag operations and, and they're gonna go shoot up movie theaters and blah 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 and then we're gonna take your guns from you. Oh, just tinfoil hat people are making wild assumptions about the competency of our government. Yeah, that's that's where this these theories always fall apart. Yeah, you're, you're it's it, you, you mean Aaron, we're on the same page with the and I think Rich, we're all on the same page with the government. The government is not as smart as people like to give them credit for. Right. Oh, right, no, right. not at all. Just, just very incompetent as far as I'm concerned. Like, I, I, half of these conspiracy theories, it's like, really? You really think a system where it takes you, like, six months to get a loan? <laughs> you know, all the bureaucratic red, you think these people came up with this? And, ex- you know, like, people say 9-11 yeah. was an inside job. Really? Like, I granted, there was things that were ignored. But really, you think our government, the, the government that shuts down every couple years because they run out of money, is competent <laughs> and able to put things like this together? 
See, but this is this is where you know. Hey, I, I kind of I don't make a tinfoil hat. I mean, make a tinfoil yarmulke or a, 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 a tin a tinfoil sun visor. But I'm like, I don't put it past our government to go. Why don't we just sit here and see what happens? Because then we have an excuse to perpetuate or to, or to start a war that's just perpetual, like the Cold War was, until that came to an end. Now we're just fighting terrorism. We're fighting an idea, and it, it gives it gives us an excuse to keep just being beholden to the the military industrial complex i mean just standing by and letting it happen i could see that happening like put putting things into motion to make it happen yes some shit would have fallen apart <laughs> on the way you know right. i mean i just i can't especially well, I just don't first think of all i don't think I, well see that's the thing though man you got to look who was in, well, that doesn't who was take, in power it, when that shit happened i mean you had Rumsfeld, you had Cheney. Yeah, I mean, you had what, people what, who were competent. Bush, don't judge his whole fucking administration just by him. And what you're describing, Rich, isn't really competency. It's about uh, it's about being opportunistic. Yeah, okay, just well, going, so you know, let it happen. Right. Well, here's right. The, I mean, the, yes, where things ignored. Yes, but I'm talking about the people who like who say it, it was their fault. Like, let's look. Uh, let's get pragmatic about it. All right, that administration was in power for nine months at the time. You think all that was planned? executed and carried out in nine months absolutely not that should started being planned under billy jeff no but what was planned was the idea of a war in the middle east and an invasion of iraq well yeah that, that was, was thought about in advance and and they were opportunistic in the way that regardless of whether the government had any hand in the events of 9-11 they sure jumped on the opportunity to do what it was they wanted to do well yeah it was an excuse it, it was an excuse to push their agenda but it, the, to just think that they actually planned it and carried it out, like that's just insane. Like, let alone just right. let alone from the time factor, but just ha, thinking some, that they could actually do it. Have some faith for our ability, our ability as a nation to piss off other countries, because that's that's a lot of what we're talking about here. Well, yeah, definitely. That's I mean, a fair point. Can't argue that one. You know, that's yeah, definitely. We we you know, <laughs> there's there's a comedian who had a skit like you know everybody in the world knows who's president of the United States. Everybody. And, yeah. you know, as, as far as other countries. Now, we'll go to another country and they'll be like, do you know who our president is? And, you know, American, your average American will be like, no. And they'll be like, well, our president, they'll be like, oh, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't care. Did Fuck you, that. You, you know, and that's, hear... that's kind of why we're hated, like, around the world. Right. Because just we're arrogant. Once, once you get up to, like, the last few months of the election, the presidential election, the most uh, even-handed news organization to go to is the BBC. Yep. Because, they're, I mean, they follow it, and they're very pragmatic about it, whereas it seems like everything else that you read, you can infer the writer's opinion or the, the paper's opinion or the website's opinion. You know, they might have some neutral story about, well, like, look at... Are you uh, talking about the, organi- the news organization that made up Syrian gas attacks? Are we talking, <laughs> unless it was Fox. No, we talked it? about it. It was with Jay, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Uh, the BBC got caught making up shit, like altering the news footage of the, the, the Syrian uh, oh. napalm attacks. Right. Yeah, I'm talking about that organization. <laughs> Just checking. Ha! Not everybody's perfect. Oh, I'm to the point. I've, I'm to the point. I've like just completely unplugged from the news and culture because uh, I want to live to be old. Yeah, that's that's kind of as sad as it is to say. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I just like I can't. My deal blood with pressure it. will not abide many more morons. Yeah, yeah. It's I just can't deal with it, and I I have 
a few different things I watch and I get, you know, they're more, you know, infotainment, I guess, as far as, you know, Daily Show or Bill Maher or, um, you know, shit like that. But I just, I, I can't keep up. I can't keep using politics and world events as entertainment because I feel like I'm being, I'm being told to choose a side, choose a team and root for that team no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what sports is. That's what sports is. This is, this is, this is shit that in theory affects our daily lives and affects lives of, of billions of people around the world. And we're treating it like, you know, rah, rah, go team. And I just, I, I can't do it anymore. It's just, I'm like, this is, this is bullshit. And I don't know any other way to deal with it besides, like you said, Chris, just to go and unplug and just go, I'm done. I mean, I've literally, I've literally, I, I just, I, I can't handle certain people on, uh, you know, on social media that are, that I'm friends with. You can put us in a room. We'll have a good time. There will be no arguments. They get on social media and I just, I, I just, I just, I don't block them, but I just make sure that I don't see their nonsense because it's like, how can you walk around this pissed off about a subject that you're going to, in in three weeks, you're not going to care about anymore. You're going to move on to the next subject that Fox News or CNN or MSNBC told you to move on to. And, you know, you're this passionate about it. But really, are you? You know, the whole thing with Planned Parenthood is going on now. Oh, my God, has that started a shitstorm on, on, on my social media news feed? And I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. Here, look, you don't like abortion, then you know what? Then don't get an abortion. (laughs) One, don't get an abortion. Two, stop having your own kids and go adopt some fucking unwanted children. If you're for abortion, well, guess what? You can go have one. Congratulations, you've won. What are you arguing for? It's it's reminiscent of uh, uh, Bill Hicks' take on flag burning. You know, they said we'd... No, they didn't say you can burn a flag. They're saying if perhaps you choose to burn a flag, that you don't need to go to prison. Exactly. They're not telling you you have to burn a flag. They're saying, you know, it's, yeah, it's, they're not saying you have to get an abortion. They're saying perhaps if you choose to get an abortion, you should be allowed to. Yeah, and I, it's I a, just... Oh, God. I mean, there's, oh, we have undercover video of them pulling apart an aborted fetus and selling, you know, uh, uh, limbs and stuff for scientific research and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, my God, yeah. And you people claim to love these fetuses until they're born and you don't give a shit no more. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's also video of our armed forces killing innocent children that we've never seen. Well, wait a minute. I can, no, I can clarify that kind of shit. I can clarify all this Planned Parenthood shit, but uh, quick aside, where the fuck are we going with this? How are we going to? I thought this was supposed to be a topical show. It is, isn't it? Planned yeah. Parenthood. That shit is all over the. No, news, right? You guys are yeah, going on like a rant about how you're unplugging and not even paying attention to what's going on. That's what I'm saying. I don't know the 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 like. Okay, how do I put this? I know the the peripheral and the surface shit about this because no matter where I go, people are told you have to have an opinion about this now. It's just like anything else. You have to have an opinion. It's well, that's what this show is: is opinion. No, no, no. I'm talking about people who don't even. I'm talking about the show that we're recording right now. No, we've got an opinion-based show, and you guys are like, "I'm unplugging." How can you have an opinion about anything? What do we talk about? Ever just had overload on? Oh yeah, subject, and you're just like, I can't do it anymore. I don't. Nothing's getting done at this point. Two 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 cars are just sitting there, nose to nose, with their pedal to the fucking metal in each one of them, and no one's given an inch, no one's taking an inch. It's just burning rubber at this point until they blow out their fucking tires, and it's that's that's what it feels. 
feels like. That's what it feels like in a lot of these news stories. It's like, well, how do you feel about this? I don't know how I fucking feel about this. Does it affect me? Is it a day? Is it a daily thing that I need to have an opinion about? I don't know. When's the last time I even wanted an abortion? Never. So. Oh, well, okay. So the the issue is really not abortion with the Planned Parenthood thing. The, and the the videos that they're talking about, they recorded conversations with people who worked for Planned Parenthood and mm-hmm. who perform who do perform abortions. And sometimes when they do, they save certain tissues for research purposes. Okay, which and, I mean, yeah, people will be like, "Oh, it's horrible." Well, what are you supposed to do with it? Throwing a dumpster out back? <laughs> right, I mean, right. I, I I just tell that to the person who's terminal disease. Well, they there's all cure for because of this research. Because of the, but they're all for it. Well, the other I, the other thing here though is the fact that they are reimbursed for certain expenses in recovering and transporting this tissue, and so. The, the big story, the headline that the that this organization is going for, I forget the name of them, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. They're going for some sort of headline that says Planned Parenthood sells body parts for money, which is just not true. Now, peripherally, this is about abortion because ultimately, if you were to infer what the, the prime motivation for this organization and all the Republicans that are calling for the defunding now of Planned Parenthood, even though it doesn't look like that's actually going to happen, their prime motivation is less abortion, right? And that's, even though Planned Parenthood does a lot of different shit, that's the only issue that the government's concerned about when when it comes to whether we're going to fund this organization or not with taxpayer money, is the fact that they perform abortions. Mm -hmm. So it is peripherally about that, but they're not really going head on with the uh, with the issue of abortion because it is well much like the situation that you described rich of two cars just driving full on into each other and never moving the line anywhere so and they see, they figure out these back end ways to get this these inflammatory statements that will really i mean you're talking about something that could grow into a life and ripping it apart and 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 studying it yes that should strike an emotion in the average person i mean a doctor who deals with that on maybe a daily or weekly basis as part of I mean you can't go in there as a doctor and say I got to get myself together and perform this abortion and have your hands fucking shaking and you're all fuck I can't do this shit you've got to be professional and so yeah you distance yourself from it exactly exactly and it, see that's the type of news story about this subject that I would actually sit down and read or watch okay how do let me let me hear from a, a you know a wide sample of doctors who perform abortions and how they how they deal with it right because I've heard everybody else's opinion and nothing's changing from their opinion let's hear about the people who are there it's like when people argue about you know something that they've never done well why don't we talk to people who've actually are doing this job and to see what where they're coming from how do you how do you you know I'm sure the, the people who are or anti-abortion would go, how do you justify and rationalize what you do? And I'm right. sure the other, you know, people who are pro-choice would go, well, how do you know, how does this affect you or does it affect you? Or do you look at it as you're doing uh, as fucked up as this may sound to some people, a public service? Because instead of squirting out another unwanted child into this world, you're actually, you know, keeping population down. And, but I mean, no, or the, the other argument is how does taking an abortion doctor's life, uh, you know, validate your argument? life has still been lost just because it's out of the womb now it has no value to you right the but, they're, but they're trying to paint the- I, I have family who are very anti-abortion they're pro-life okay whatever but they're also very christian and they believe we're all born into original sin 
Well, then that's not an innocent child in there. That child's born a sinner. So you're telling me you have to pass yeah. through the vaginal canal way, and then all of a sudden you're magically graced with original sin? Well, actually, you're a you sinner. Have, yeah, no. But it's, it's one less sinner. You should be happy. Exactly. That child's going straight to heaven. It, it never, it, so, you know, it never, never come out of vagina, so it didn't have a chance to be a sinner. Oh, okay, well, if we want to get technical, what about cesarean sections? Actually, Rich, according to the dogma, it's going to limbo because it has not been baptized. Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <sighs> yeah, remember, I, I was, I was force fed the Kool Aid. For a good decade plus. Well, well, also, I mean, the extremists on this issue will say that life begins at conception, right? That, yeah, there's that, people that yeah. That once the sperm and the egg meet, game over. You're starting the process. DNA starts to split up and and pair together, and that's it. You're on your way to becoming a human. So I don't know. Where's there? Why aren't they? What about all the the fertilized eggs that don't actually? Uh, stick to the wall what's the there's a term for it. there's a medical term but you know they actually have to implant they have to like stick yes. to the wall and have a place otherwise they're just going to get flushed out yeah and that and happens- every time a woman has have a period is, is she a baby killer right uh, yeah. right you just got you just you just all those lives just went into it uh, went into a tampon and down the toilet you baby killer. I mean, if we're going to use the rationale of their argument, you know. it's it's. And once again, Bill Hicks said, I've wiped entire civilizations off my chest with a used fucking, uh, or a dirty fucking uh, gym sock. So, Or how about yeah. this stat for you? 56 million people die each year, but almost twice of that are born. Now, this this does tend to be not so much in america this is for some reason third world countries just can't stop fucking cheapest form of entertainment right if you're poor what can you do well hey i'm bored and i'm poor what about you i don't know let's fuck i don't know why but i was looking this up earlier today at work and looking at life and death statistics worldwide and yeah it's in in mon in like america in most of europe it's pretty much flat um you know population grows but not really at that extreme of a rate it's everywhere else that the population is increasing but still worldwide the population's increasing so and see that's I, where into to, <clears throat> to get back to the question you had i guess this is the the answer and i was putting it poorly this is the type of story revolving around this subject that is never talked about for the most part and this type of story that that uh, around this subject that i'm more interested in hearing about let's get some cold hard facts on you know can this planet sustain the 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 life on it with the with the population growth we have worldwide yes no you know or best guess you know whatever i mean that's that's when you start working back from there where do you end up you 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 end up with in in china where you have controlled population Mm -hmm. i mean is that the answer i we might actually get to the point where on in worldwide where it's not whether that's the answer or not we just don't have a choice unless we have a new planet to populate but yeah that's not happening anytime soon but when you when you try and set policy on individuals based on what you're describing based on global statistics i don't know i i don't I understand where you're coming from, but I don't know if that ends up in a place where you have good policy dictating what an individual or two people or a family can do. Well, I mean, that is a very, once again, slippery slope and gray Mm -hmm. area. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. We don't even address these subjects. We dance around them and we put up these, you know, okay, so we have video of business people in a business acting like business people. Shocking. 
You know, the business people who are all about profit are trying to make money off of what they do. Who? I'm not, I'm sorry. That's like, you know, it's to me, it's no more the the video of Planned Parenthood going, well, we can, we can uh, bill these people as medical transport. No, no, no. Oh, wait, no. Aborted fetuses or whatever they're doing. It's no different than fucking McDonald's going, no, stop. Yes, it is. Wrong. Why? Because it's a human? No, because they're they're recouping travel expenses. They're not selling these things. They're not making a profit. It's not a profit-motivated business being in Planned Parenthood. The whole idea of Planned Parenthood is really to keep uh, keep our tax money from going to things like healthcare and welfare and hospitalization business uh, visits to people who are born into shitty situations because they don't have access or education to birth control or whatever it may or abortions if that's what's needed. And that's the okay, whole well, end, that's the whole end game here. And there's no, no I under, profit. I understand what you're saying. There's sure these the people who work for Planned Parenthood, they aren't donating their time. They get paid like any other employee, but there's no profit being made off of the tissue sale. I shouldn't even say sale because it's a donation. The tissue donation. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. I misspoke. What I'm getting at is that, okay, so these are people who are trying basically to keep the business that they're in going, okay? Shocking. That's why is a, why is this? Why are you're people coming out of business aspect. Really? I mean, we're, our society now looks for reasons to be offended. Like, that's the short answer. I, it, re- it really is. I mean, because the only thing I can say is I've had one dealing with Planned Parenthood. It was my daughter's mother and myself. We went in, she got a pregnancy test. Yes, you are pregnant. We'd done the home pregnancy test. We wanted to get it confirmed. And they said, okay, you know, gave us a few minutes. We talked. The person came in, whoever she was, I can't remember her title. And she was like, okay, so have you guys, you know, if now that it's been confirmed, have you had any, you know, talk or any idea about, you know, what you want to do? And we both were like, yeah, uh, we're either going to keep the kid or it's going to be an adoption. Never once did they go, have you thought about abortion? We didn't bring it up. It wasn't brought up to us. That's why I said when I I get the feeling that people who are pro pro life want to put it as you go in there and they're like, hey, you need an abortion? Let's get let's get you right in the stirrup right now. We got the vacuum right warmed up, ready to go. We got the Dyson. Yeah, that's not how that shit worked. I mean, I don't know. I've had one dealing with them, and it was nothing like what has been painted out to be. But I don't think this is necessarily people looking to be offended by something because the whole base concept of this should be offensive to you. Instinctually, it is offensive. It's the inability to put on the higher brain, put on the thinking cap and go, yes, this is horrible, but... You know, this is what we've all agreed to as acceptable, and this is a medical procedure, and we are not even considering this to be a life. This is more about the the focus here, really, for people who are, it's not about being pro-choice, it's about being pro-individual rights. Regardless of at what stage do you think this thing inside this woman is going to grow into a person, there's a certain point up to which she still has a choice in what's going on. Yeah, well, I'll I'll stop you when I disagree with you. Yeah, I right. know, right? But I, I, I mean, the idea of like watching videos of doctors talking nonchalantly about cutting above and below the torso of a, a of a a fetus in order to preserve the organ so that they can be removed and 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 sent off to a, a research lab. Yeah, I mean that makes you feel ill. Picturing it in your head, it's I mean it's the same thing. You see the anti-abortion people holding up signs of aborted fetuses. That's offensive. Doesn't mean that just because I'm offended by that and I find that image horrific that that makes me now pro-life. It's just a horrible image and it should 
strike something in you. It should offend you. It should be disgusting to you. I, maybe I. But you're still you're still a cap- hopefully a capable enough person to say, well, you know, yeah, that that's horrible, but you know, that's not that's not a real life. And that I was the, I that I was guess, the, I guess the I'm choice not a of the mother person because to me it's like you know what I sorry I, you know you have no idea what hell that that, that kid's life or you know might have been yes. heading for right and yeah exactly what if this kid was going to be born into poverty never get out of poverty just ends up another statistic another person in the system you know what 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 if the, the these people that had this abortion they they try again in another five years when they're actually capable and ready to have children and then the, the child actually has a decent life. I mean, what's and it's and to me, it's like okay, you want less abortion, then we're gonna have to get real. And since it seems to be the word of the, the show today, pragmatic about teaching our children at a young age the the cold hard, I mean, almost clinical facts of birth control and 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 not this bullshit of well, sex is only for procreation, and I don't want my child learning about birth control because that's giving them a, a license to go out and have sex. No, that's that's you're keeping your child ignorant. Your child's going to go out there and you know. Oh, you can't get pregnant the first time. If you jump up and down after he nuts in you, you won't get pregnant. Whatever the fuck. Bullshit. You know, these they, they kids will come up with, tell each other just to get a nut off. And then the next thing you know, oh, well, little, you know, princess is pregnant and she's 15. Well, gee, how'd that happen? Maybe if you'd have fucking put her on some birth control and explained to her that, yeah, look, you don't want a kid at, at this young age, guess what? You're going to have to be responsible for that. And and little Jimmy, you don't want to be a father at this young age, you're going to have to be responsible on your end. But we don't. We have a bunch of bullshit, and it's all based off of, well, we don't want kids having sex because it's against this and against... It's yeah. amazing how much we'll forego education just to stick with our dogmas. Right. And we don't want people to die in car accidents on the freeway, but we all still get on the fucking freeway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's look, and where are these pro-life people when? Well, we purposely poison people with radiation to kill cancer. Where, where, you know, I mean, are you gonna be consistent with your message here, or you know, it's <laughs> I, that's why I, I have one family can- <laughs> member. It's a, it's a cousin. She's a cousin, and her and her the husband anti-dermabrasion people. Her and her cousin put their mouth where their money is when it comes to this subject. They've adopted, when I say like older children, I'm talking kids are sometimes nine, 10 years old, come from shitty environments, you know, wards of the state, behavior problems, you know, you know, just the wide array and they take care of them and they raise them. Hey, you know what? They're pro-life. Congratulations. You actually, you actually walk the talk. But there's a lot of people out there, the majority who are pro-life, who would never dream in a million years of doing what you do. And on top of it, they want to keep their kids ignorant of a way to not be in a situation where they're 15, 16, 17, and let's be honest, 18, 19, 20 in college looking at, well, I'm going to have a kid and that's going to fuck up my plans. Yeah. Okay. Well, you should have taught him to swallow. What the fuck you want me to tell you? But, but okay, I, but wait a minute. Uh, not to not to distract from uh, the adoption thing, which is an, is noble, but that doesn't give them the right to be pro-life because in my mind, pro-life means that it's not just for their own personal choice. Nobody should have that choice. You know, to be pro-life is to say, I can't get an abortion and you can't get an abortion. I'm going to tell you what to do with your body. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and what's kind of ironic is they want a federal law passed and they're all about states' rights. I got you. 
I mean, it's it, they're walking contradictions, but I, I'm, yeah. when it when it comes down to it, I have a little bit more respect for them than the person standing on the corner oh, on a Saturday afternoon holding no a doubt. placard talking about murderer. Look yes. what you're doing, you know, and all this shit. And then they go home and they're like, "Fucking, I ain't taking care of that kid." They'll step over three homeless kids, teenagers, to get back in their fucking mansion. Get the fuck out of my face, you know? It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever happened to having a kid when you were ready? Now, I'm not saying mentally ready because I've heard all the whole cliche like. Oh, you're never ready. Just have the kid. I'm talking about financially ready, life ready. It's like I was in a situation like with an ex-girlfriend a few years ago. And she's like, let's have a baby. And I went, you are insane. I live with my bass player. I'm making a cool 35 grand a year. You work at Chipotle. You have a part-time job. Your parents <laughs> have to pay half of your bills. Yeah, that's the greatest idea ever. Right. Well, needless it, to say, we broke up shortly after that. Right. But It's I mean, something like, to do, you just, know? I was just looking at it like, no, that is a horrible idea right now. We are not in the place to have a child right now. You are insane. <laughs> this was pre, pre the, the, the new golden age of television. <laughs> <laughs> there was less to do at the times, so, you know. A kid seemed reasonable to keep your mind occupied. Yeah, you know, six years ago. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know how good Breaking Bad was going to get, so you just you were like, "Fuck it, man!" First episode, he's in his underwear uh, in an RV cooking meth. It, it might go downhill from here. Let's have a kid, guys. You know, I thought this was going to be a lighter episode. We started out talking about sports. Of course, we went right into racism and abortion, and now we got to wrap it up. You know, it's a show for grandma. <laughs> Like, I know, right? This is this is not going to be like. So, uh, give me give me an episode. Check out not one seventeen if you're uninitiated. <laughs> right, That's for damn sure. Right, right. Yeah, I know, right. Well, yeah, come back for one eighteen. Promise it'll be lighter fare. Yes, and Jay will be joining us. Yeah, buddy, we'll have the we'll have the uh, yeah. the, the quad back again. Yeah, Voltron will be fully formed. All right. Uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, sorry you brought down the party. Well, no, we're not sorry. We're never sorry, are we? No, not really. Sorry, I'm not yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Isn't that, the new, isn't that a new term? Sure. All right. Well, uh, we'll catch you guys on Monday. Thanks for listening. All right. Later, guys. Bye. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening christopher media let's make some noise thank you for visiting christophermedia.net